Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I hope you are doing well. Well, um, ChatGPT, artificial intelligence is uh, a pretty big deal these days, but it is pretty rife with um, corruption these days. Joining us right now is Joseph uh, Vasquez. He is with the, uh, uh, he's associate editor, Media Research Center, Free Speech America. Joseph, we all know that radio stations, television stations, they live and die by ratings, but now chat GPT is actually kind of skewing some uh, results here. Welcome to the program, by the way. Hope you're well. Thanks. Thanks, Charlie. Thanks for having me. Yeah. I mean, with chat GPT, I mean, we're entering we're entering literally into the script of Orwell's 1984. This is this is what AI essentially is, and now it's putting its thumb on the scales by telling users what sources is considered to be you know reliable and others you know, and others that aren't, and predictably so. ChatGPT is essentially being acting as a rubber stamp for leftist media outlets like CNN, Washington Post, the New York Times, and and the and BBC and BBC News, and trying to prop those outlets up. And while denigrating those on the right, and that's yeah. what the Media Research Center found in its new study. It's just ridiculous that this, you know, this supposedly apolitical tool is now pretty much rubber stamping the left. <laughs> we predicted yeah. that this was going to happen. So I just did something interesting. I just typed in what are the best radio stations in Greenville, South Carolina, on Chat GPT. This station, which is historically the number one news talk station uh, in the entire market and has been for a long time, does not come up on their list. <laughs> right? Well, that's the point. O- approved narratives only. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. So you you. So if you speak out against the Biden administration, according to the Media Research Center, uh, you have found that chat GPT will kind of block you out, won't they? Well, it's, it's, you know, like, it's, it's, it's really hilarious. And, you know, the, the veil between tragedy and comedy is very thin, and it just gets comical. And when, you, when we asked it, you know, for example, what are the five best news sources in America? We're talking about American news outlets now. Yeah. Of course, it propped up the Associated Press. National Public Radio, which is taxpayer-funded leftist propaganda. Yeah. The New York Times. But get this. BBC News. That, they, they put out BBC News as one of the best American outlets, even though it's based in the U.K. Make it make sense, somebody. Yeah, explain that to us. So, but, but this is, I mean, this is serious business here, isn't it? I mean, we, we kind of, we're, we're getting a chuckle about it, but this affects ad revenue for radio and television stations and networks all over the country. Uh, especially so when you consider just to the extent that AI has been implemented 
into almost every aspect of of life, whether it be business, whether it be whether it be social media. I mean, whether it be the internet, your search engine now incorporating this technology and yeah. right in time for a for a for an election year. Yeah, you know, so so we we're wondering how AI is going to be playing out going forward into November. We're getting a little taste of it now. It's going to get really bad as things heat up going into the into the presidential election later this year. It's really getting hard because of all the political bias um, in the IT world. It really is hard for conservatives to get good information these days, isn't it? Oh no, absolutely, and which is why I tell I tell every every American, every American that I talk to, whether it be on radio or on TV or just you know in the day to day conversations, he said, "Don't believe everything that you hear on the TV uh, or, or or read in the New York Times or the Washington Post. Do your own research," and that's what a lot of these these entities, these uh, these AI is essentially telling you, "We'll think for you." We'll re- we'll do your research for you. We'll yeah. tell you what sources to look for you. That's what that's what AI is doing. That's what outlets like NewsGuard and Ed Fontes are doing. They're putting their thumb on the scale and telling you, no, you don't need to do your research. We'll do it for you. Trust us. We'll take care of you. That's that's it's ridiculous. I think of Reagan's of uh, Ronald Reagan's statement when he said that the scariest uh, nine words in the in the English language, and I know I'm butchering it here, but he yeah. says, "I'm from the government and I'm here here to help." Well, I'm artificial intelligence. I'm here to help. Yeah. I'm news guard. And I mean, that's terrifying. <laughs> it really is terrifying because they will they will spin the narrative to um, uh, for their own benefit. And, and like you said, we've got an election coming up. I mean, I, I can go to my uh, uh, Google uh, or what is it? My, my, my Gmail and I can look in my spam folder and that's where all the conservative news stories are. Exactly. And we, like here at the Media Research Center, we've done analyses showing how Google has actively suppressed information, you know, from conservative outlets, and let alone put it someone in scale when it came to the presidential the presidential races that currently stands. They, it, it was we found repeated instances of Google uh, suppressing Biden's political opponents. Yeah. I mean, and and, and thing is, okay, so now you have. Arguably, the, the, the entity that controls 90-something percent of the search engine market putting its thumb on the scale to, down, to downgrade Biden's political opponents to elevate his candidacy. I mean, come on. I mean, you're talking about an entity whose net, like that, that the worth of which, you know, outranks the GDPs of many countries. Right. And it's actively, in, actively uh, interfering in the U.S. election. This is absolute. This is. This is censorship. This is this is this is manipulation on a completely Orwellian scale. Even George Orwell couldn't envision what we what we were going to be dealing with today. The American people should absolutely be terrified of this. I was about to ask, how far are we past 1984 and George Orwell? In, in, I, no, yeah. He couldn't even come up with all of this. I mean, like if he was alive today, he would come out with the sequel called you know called 2024. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> that would be the sequel. The sequel. It's it, this is how bad it is, and you know, uh, no, we're joking about it now. But this is this is a monster. This is a monster that the American people are going to be dealing with for a long time, which is why we need to make our voices heard, whether it be in Congress, our state legislatures, our state AGs. We need to make our voices heard and say that this needs to be dealt with or guess what? We're going to be living in dystopia in the near future. Mark my words. You're exactly right. We've already seen it with the social media companies, right? Oh, that was just a taste. And now yeah. we find out all the back channeling that the FBI and all of these other government agencies have been having with these social media companies to suppress speech that doesn't that doesn't align with the government narrative. I mean, come on. I mean, we're we're li- I mean, this is this is this is something like out of a movie. It really <laughs> is. 
It really is, and it's a, it's a scary movie uh, at that. Man, uh, Joseph Vasquez, associate editor uh, with M- M- MRC Free Speech America. A pleasure to talk to you, sir. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank you. Thanks again, Charlie. Have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Joe Biden speaking in East Palestine, Ohio. Finally, he finally went. Saw a picture of him there and uh, (laughs) it was just full of MAGA signs, full of Trump signs. One sign held up said, too little, too late. That should be Joe Biden's campaign slogan. Let's go to Stephanie in Woodruff and talk to her. Stephanie, welcome to the program. Hey, Charlie. I want to wish you a very happy 60th birthday. Thank you. You you only have 16 years to catch up to me. I'm coming for you, lady. I'm coming yeah, for I you. <laughs> I got a couple of quick things. Yeah. Um, what has happened to Donald Trump is, is just a travesty. Yeah. Absolutely. Number two, I voted early today. First time I've ever voted early. Yeah. Line was long. Was it? And they were all voting for Trump. I love that. I yeah, love that. Yeah, I do too. When you say long, about how many people were, were there? Do you think, Stephanie? Well, I had to. I had, I was out the door in the at the Woodruff Library. Wow, that's so good. good. Yeah, that is yeah. good. That yeah. is good. Uh, another thing. Yeah. Whatever the CDC says, I will not comply. <laughs> there you go. I love it, Stephanie. I appreciate it. Gene is in Greenville. We'll talk to him. Gene, World Health Organization, what's going on with that, buddy? Okay, let's uh, explain this now. Um, should, should they proclaim a pandemic or any country has a, an epidemic, uh, we see uh, control of a country to... to uh, uh, what's her name's uh, Ethiopian relative there? What, what's the guy's name? He's Tedros. not even a medical doctor. Tedros. He's a, he's a communist from uh, Ethiopia. Yeah, he was installed uh, by China. Right, right. And, yeah, and now we have, we have a president and uh, uh, the Democrat Party that owes China. Yeah. They, 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 all right, put this together now. Yeah. Now we have, we have um, these illegal aliens who have come across, and a good number were identified as Chinese, 
young yeah. Chinese men yeah. of, uh, of uh, well, military age and apparently, I guess, military uh, strength and, and prowess. So should there be a WHO call for a lockdown, uh, quarantine, etc.? Joe's going to uh, call up the U.N., they're going to put the blue helmets on these Chinese guys, and they're going to start patrolling not the, not the big city neighborhoods, our neighborhoods. Yeah. Because they want to eliminate you, Charlie. And yeah. you, you know what I feel bad about for you, Charlie? You didn't even You didn't even make it to legal age yet. <laughs> 65 is legal. That's right. That's right. I'll but be legal. Is, uh, and I'm, I'm, I mean, this is not paranoia. This is, yeah. you know, Jesus said something in the Gospels, particularly for the times that we're in. Be watchful and do not be deceived. And this is where we are, folks. Yeah, exactly right. That's why we always got to do that, Gene. I appreciate it, buddy. Be watchful. Don't, don't, listen, one of the biggest mistakes that you can, or you could ever make anybody, whether it's in business life or if it's in personal lives or whatever, the biggest mistake that people make in relationships is Never underestimate how low your enemy can go. Because if you think they have hit rock bottom, oh, no, no, no. They've got another gear. They're ready to go even lower. It's like Eric Holder said, when they go low, we kick them. Right? Eric Holder, found in contempt of Congress. Did he go to jail? No, he didn't. I didn't think so. I didn't think so. So, again... This whole thing with the World Health Organization, there's a lot of people out there, and, you know, I got all riled up last hour about it because people just didn't believe me. But just look at all of the pieces of the puzzle that are fitting together. Tedros, installed by China to be the head of the World Health Organization. Now we've got Chinese nationals coming across our southern border in numbers like we've never seen before. In fact, we had one guest on earlier in the week said, we've got enough for an entire battalion now. Just think about that. 20,000, low estimate, low estimate there. 20, 22,000, that's a low estimate of Chinese nationals who have come into this country. And where do you think they're going? And remember, this is, this is not 20,000 one time. They're, they're keeping on coming. This is a constant flow. They're coming up from the Darien Gap. They've got apps to show them every step of the way where to go, who to contact, who to get supplies from, who to, you know, get directions from. And those are the cartels. So the Chinese Communist Party is actually, ipso facto, working with the cartels to get these people to our southern border and across our southern border into the United States. Now we're hearing that the Border Patrol, they're having a budgetary crisis. Yeah, they don't quite have enough money right now. So here's, here's the threat that they're putting out there, and I consider this a threat. Well, we're probably just going to have to let a lot of these people go because we can't afford to house them anymore. Well, that means more illegals going to be in this country. It's not going to stop. So then when the World Health Organization decides we've got a pandemic, or, or, or it could even be worse than that. It could even be that some of these people that are coming in from China are bringing the pandemic. It could be 
that they're bringing it. I saw where the one biolab, and apparently we've got several illegal biolabs here in the United States. One biolab is working on a, a type of coronavirus that is 100% fatal. Why are they working on that? Folks, if you don't think that's a biological weapon, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't. The same way that, we, that, that they did not, they were not open. And remember what Tedro said about China during COVID, that they were being very helpful. They were being very open. They're being very transparent. But we know that they weren't. They, would even, they wouldn't even allow uh, uh, people or investigators to go into Wuhan and investigate what's going on. And you know who was okay with that? Fauci. Fauci, Dasik, Burks, they were all okay with that. And the Democrats were okay with that. Somebody wanted to open an investigation into the origins of coronavirus. You know who shut it down? Nancy Pelosi. So when I tell you this treaty is going to be enacted, whether officially or unofficially, here in the United States, you need to believe me. Because this is, this is the warning bell. It's coming. And like Gene said, it's coming to a neighborhood near you. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. The environmental, social, and governance score, we've seen it all over the place. And um, uh, many corporations are going on along with this as well. And it's got to do with the environment, like I said. But there's some companies that are kind of backing out of some of this stuff. Joining us right now is Steve Malloy, former Trump EPA team member. Steve, welcome to the program. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, Charlie. Thanks for having me back. So why are some of these investors fleeing from Climate Action 100 Plus? <laughs> well, so uh, ESG investing has been around for several years, um, you know, and it's, it's really just sort of this uh, uh, political scam to implement regulations against corporations that uh, leftists can't get through government. So they're trying, they've, you know, they've captured the financial industry and they want to use it, th- uh, be able to change corporate behavior through lending practices. And is is really illegal because he's, you know, uh, banks have uh, teamed up together basically in a cartel. Yeah. And there's several cartels out there. Um, and so this has now been exposed, and their legal liability under antitrust has been exposed. So one of these cartels is called Climate Action 100. This is a group of financial institutions that have teamed up to pressure companies on global warming and climate. Um, you know, so that's illegal, and uh, Republican politicians across the country have been putting pressure on these guys for mm-hmm. a couple of years now. And so now it's just culminated this week in big banks like State Street, uh, J.P. Morgan Chase and BlackRock dropping out because they're afraid of their legal liability. Well, that ought to tell you something, right? I mean, what, when you say they put pressure on these corporations, what kind of pressure do they put on them? We're not going to lend you any money. Yeah, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah. And 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 it's coming to indivi- on the individual level as well. I mean, yeah. we've already seen like credit card companies now. They want to know if you're buying firearms. They want to be notified. You know, Mastercard is doing this. So this ESG stuff is really insidious and evil. 
And, um, you know, I mean, it's good news that, you know, Republican politicians have been pushing back against this and, you know, to the point where BlackRock, State Street, J.P. Morgan, Chase have had to drop out. But I don't think for a second that these banks are not going to go back to their evil ESG ways. Yeah. They're just... It's not going to be called ESG. They're yeah. not going to do it in these groups. They're just, you know, because this left-right war is never going to end. They're going to, they're going to rebrand it and keep on debanking yeah. right. uh, corporations and individuals. You put out a, a tweet the other, a couple of days ago, I think, and there was a story about how the Great Lakes are losing their ice. The ice yeah. on the Great Lakes are, 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 is melting. But tell us that story, because a few decades ago, well, about a decade ago, they actually had the opposite sort of a problem, right? Well, you know, so the Great Lakes have have had less ice recently. This year, it's, you know, particularly low because of this El Nino, which causes all sorts of warming. But what I discovered was that in the 1960s, in the 1960s, the government was actually looking at trying to figure out how to make sure that the Great Lakes don't freeze, you know, so they could encourage <laughs> traffic. So now that nature has figured it out for them, they know, oh, no, it's a yeah. problem. Yeah, as long as men are doing it. I also saw a story uh, this week about Greenland and how Greenland is becoming greener and yeah. the ice shelf is receding and, and, and now it's being taken over by, uh, by vegetation. And they say this happened. I love this. It's happened for the first time since the Vikings were in Greenland. Okay. Well, you know, let's just say that that's true. I don't know that it is. You yeah. know, the, uh, the weather varies from year to year. But let's just say that's true. Well, then why was it so green when the Vikings were there? Right. Because the Vikings <laughs> didn't have SUVs and cheeseburgers and coal-fired yeah. power plants, and et cetera. Exactly right. I just I find all of this stuff fascinating. And even even the UK, their weather service, because they put out this statement that uh, global warming was causing all of these, you know, storms to be more severe. And somebody pressed them on it. And tell everybody what the what the UK weather service said. We don't have the information. We, (laughs) (laughs) We We just made it up. We just made it up. Well, that's, you know, the the thing about this climate stuff, uh, you know, I do this every day, uh, and I debunk it for everybody every day on on my X feed at Junk Science. Um, And, you know, most of the time, it's literally like shooting fish in a barrel. You know, all this trouble, uh, they'll spend all this uh, effort and money going into doing a study and then getting the media to cover it. And really, only a couple Google searches later, you can completely trash it. Yeah. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. It really is. Steve Malloy over at Junk Science. Check him out over on X. Steve, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you for right, calling Thank in. you. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, speaking of X, speaking of X, here's what I need to do. I need you guys to do me a favor. Um, if you are over on X if, or Twitter, which I call it Twitter. I know it's X, but whatever. Um if you don't follow me, I would love for you to do that. Would you please follow me on X or Twitter or whatever it is? Um, it is at Charlie on Air. At Charlie on Air. I would love for you to go and and join me over there. I mean, you know, every little bit helps. I would love to be able to contact you guys over on that. Also, it's the same over on Instagram as well, at Charlie on Air. You can also check that out, uh, and I'm on Facebook as well. But uh, uh, like I said, all, every every little, if I can contact you, get in touch with you in any 
way that I can, I certainly want to do that. So uh, if you would join me over on X, that is at Charlie on air. Would love to check with you. There's me is my silhouette with a little American flag behind me. You'll be able to find me. And when you go to my page, it's me teeing off on the uh, on the 18th tee. Uh, the old course in St. Andrews. Check that picture out there, too. So, all right, thecarpro.com talk line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307. I would love to chat with you this afternoon. Got a little bit more. Uh, somebody texted sample ballot to uh, 71307. If you need your sample ballot, because maybe you want to go vote early, or maybe you're getting ready to vote in the primary coming up on the 24th. Always good to have your sample ballot. Just text sample ballot to 71307. It'll send you a link. It'll take you there. You put in your information. I think you got to put in your county, your full name, your date of birth, and the last four of your social security. And it'll send you right there, and you will get a copy of your sample ballot. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Somebody just sent me a uh, message on the text line. It says, Charlie, I just went through KFC drive-thru, $41.75 for a bucket of chicken. Let's go, Brandon. $41.75 for a bucket of chicken at KFC. Holy cow. This is unbelievable. I mean, I just I just looked it up real quick. Uh, chicken's for sale. Here's, well, here's some Amazon. Um Take a look here. I mean, you could buy (laughs) Hoover's Hatchery live. uh, Is it Issa Brown and assorted color egg layer chickens? Ten of them. You can buy ten live chickens for $49.99. Or you can get a bucket of chicken at KFC (laughs) for $41. Holy cow. That's amazing. That really is. That is crazy, man. That that is nuts. Oh, boy. Well, there you go. That's that's the world in which we live. Somebody else says, Charlie, I'm literally freaking out about this presidential election. The stakes have never been higher. Trump is going to be completely broke. And even if he's not, um, just can't seem to stick to the message of only two things, the border and the economy. Man, I wish DeSantis was the nominee. He would have absolutely shredded Biden. No, he wouldn't. No, no, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. I'm sorry. Donald Trump's the guy. Donald Trump's the guy. And you need to quit thinking, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Trump's, no, he's the guy. And I'll tell you how you know Trump's the guy. Because they're coming after the guy. They're not coming after, they didn't go after DeSantis. They're not coming, they're certainly not coming after Nikki Haley. I mean, hell, Joy Behar said, I like her. I like Nikki Haley. They're coming after the guy that's going to do them the most damage. That's why you need to jump on that Trump train. And you need to go vote in this primary coming up on the 24th. If you have not early voted already, 
And my choice is I'm voting for Donald Trump. I'm voting for Donald Trump. Because I want to send a message. Because I'm still looking for all of these people. I'm still looking for the support that's coming out of the House and the Senate. I'm looking for the support from the GOP. I'm looking for support of Donald Trump in this ridiculous case that took place in New York today. You all heard it. We started the show off with it. Uh, Shannon, let me start with you. So no surprise, obviously, that, that he was found liable because the judge found him liable before this case began, correct? Correct. And we are now looking at this. Of course, I, I jetted to the bottom to see what we can find in the conclusion. And there are several big numbers in there. The judge talks about in this um, finding Donald Trump, Donald Trump Jr., Eric Trump, Alan Weisselberg and others involved in this, um, as you said, had already decided that they had been fraudulent in some way. One of the first things he orders is um, that several of them together, including Donald Trump, and his trust in Trump organization will be uh, have to pay one hundred and sixty eight million dollars and change. The next paragraph goes on to say that there's another ruling for one hundred and twenty six million dollars and change. Um, another one for sixty million dollars. Now, we'll have to look and see if any of those are overlapping or if we add these up. But these are some of the yeah. numbers coming out. Goes on to say that um, Eric Trump has to pay $4 million in one case, Donald Trump Jr., $4 million in one of these cases, and Alan Weisselberg, a $1 million. So there's a lot there. We're going to parse through these numbers, but they are big. Incredible. We knew there was a big ask. It looks like they yeah. may be um, in the neighborhood of close to $300 million. $354.9 million that they have hit Trump with for so-called fraud. Now, who claimed that there was fraud? Who were the plaintiffs in this case? There were none. There were none. All of the banks said, we looked at Donald Trump's financials. We agreed with Donald Trump's financials. We made him the loan. He paid the loan back. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was hurt. There's no victim here. There's no victim whatsoever. This was a campaign promise by Letitia James. They found a sympathetic judge and Judge Ingeron, and they have found Donald Trump liable for fraud. He defrauded nobody. Nobody's been defrauded. Nobody's been defrauded. I've been defrauded recently. I bought a pair of insoles for my, uh, for my shoes. They were supposed to be size 13. They were more like a size 9. So I tried to return them. The company will not return my emails. They will not. In fact, their phone has been disconnected. That's fraud, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a victim here. These banks aren't the victims. There is no victim in this case, except for Donald Trump. You want to look for a victim, look at Donald Trump. So the way I'm going to vent my anger, and I think you should vent your anger as well, is to go to the polls Next Saturday, next Saturday, not tomorrow, next Saturday on the 24th, or go early vote and make your displeasure be known. And I don't care what the polls say. Forget about the polls right now. Because I know when I say that, you know, Donald Trump's got this sort of lead, people go, well, he's going to run anyway. I might as well not even go. No, this is about more than that now. Now this is about more than than Donald Trump winning the primary here in South Carolina. 
This is about sending messages to Democrats all over this country that the people of the upstate and the people of South Carolina support Donald Trump. And then what you can do is you can go to DonaldJTrump.com and you can donate. Yeah, 10, 20, 50 bucks, whatever you want to do. Do that. Because this guy's going to need all the support he can get. Because he is the only, he is the only politician, and I don't even like to call him that, but he's the only politician in recent memory that woke up every single morning hoping you win. And it does, he didn't care if you didn't vote for him. He still wanted you. If you were an American citizen, he wanted you to win. And he still feels that same way. We'll be right back. Oh, by the way, if you guys know anything about marijuana, I want to talk to you coming up next. I got some questions to ask. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 